that's what I'm talking about. Turn it on, turn it up, turn it down. Hello and welcome to Jay Fan Step, episode 39 of Section 138. I'm Mark Colley, the host of Section 138, and as always, I'm joined by Bryson. How are you, Bryson? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I guess I missed out on all the uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, jokes last week, but the uh, opening day is the pot at the end of the rainbow, and we're almost there. We're so close to being at opening day. We've got six more days, I think it is, until opening day. We're recording this on Friday the 22nd. Opening day is on Thursday the 28th, and it is right before us. Um, But this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about that, some of our expectations for the season, but we'll also discuss Dalton Pompey today. He was... uh, diagnosed with a concussion um, and he's undergoing MLB concussion protocol right now which really stinks because he's been uh, subject to a lot of concussions over the past few years Uh, but we'll also discuss the Blue Jays bullpen uh, too with it kind of going to crap over the past few days with a a bunch of injuries to uh, Ryan DePero and John Axford and now the Blue Jays are kind of struggling to find guys who would fill the roles that they were set to fill um, on the major league level and also in the minors. Uh, So I guess uh, we'll start with Pompey because that's the most recent news. Today, uh, he previously, I think it was yesterday, we found out that he had uh, bumped his head on some bats that were above him in his locker or something in the clubhouse. Um, and basically yesterday, the news that we got sounded like it was just, you know, preliminary stuff, basic stuff, precautionary stuff to make sure that uh, he was okay, that he wasn't scratched, that he didn't have a concussion. But then today, the Blue Jays announced that uh, he underwent concussion testing, and it turns out he did get a concussion. Um, Uh, which is his third concussion over the last four years. He had one in 2016 and 2017. So uh, really this is disappointing. He's been doing well all spring. He has a 282 batting average, I think. Um, Not as good as it might seem on the surface of it, but he has three doubles, one home run in, I think it's 11 games. So he's been doing really well, and it's disappointing to see him get injured, uh, especially since, uh, personally for him, it's horrible. Concussions are a horrible thing to have to undergo, but also because he was doing so well in spring training. Yeah, exactly. So today we were uh, aware of the news of what happened with Dalton Pompey. And, you know, it's another freak injury with uh, with Dalton Pompey. Yeah, like you said, he apparently bumped into bats in his locker. And, yeah, that just seems, to me, it seems a little, it it just, it's a weird, weird injury. And, you know, it's actually um, one of many weird Blue Blue Jay injuries that I can remember of. Um, like, I don't know, some examples can be David Wells when he was sleepwalking, you know, or a couple years ago, Kevin Pillar sneezed and he strained his oblique. Russell Martin fell in a shower. Aaron Sanchez uh, got his finger cut in a luggage. Michael Saunders um, got a, fell on a sprinkler and you know, so so on and so on. But yeah, over the course of being a Blue Jay fan, I've never seen uh, players get injured this, like, just, it's weird how they get injured. And for Dalton Pompey, you can feel for the guy just because... Um, He's out of options for this year too, so he was either going to make the team, or if he the Jays weren't going to, or if he wasn't going to make the opening day roster, he'd have to go through minors to get back to the minor leagues, uh, minor leagues. Meaning that he he'd like they'd likely lose him um, if they went that direction, and it seemed like he was on the bubble even uh, even when we were aware of more rostered players making the team, such as you know Billy McKinney, Teoscar Hernandez, Kevin Pillar, 
and Randall Gritchick. So those are four outfielders that were almost guaranteed to make the team and were told that they made the team. So it just seemed like at the end of the day, Pompey would have a, a rough time getting on the team, you know, unless an injury or so, or so and so occurred. But yeah, even for Pompey, he's had a he's had a um, an impressive spring. He's been hitting the ball well, and uh, for somebody who you know to lose more time now because of a concussion, like you said, his third and four years, he's only losing more time to play. And you know, um, the concussion he had last year or two years ago, um, he I remember one of the concussions he had he had for months. Like it took him took him quite a bit to get back. I mean, it's his third and four years, so you know you just assume that the more concussions he gets, the more they're going to be cautious with him, and the more he's going to miss time. So, um, you know, Dalton Pompey playing baseball at this point until you know middle of the summer just seems to be in jeopardy, unless it's a minor concussion. But uh, the fact that you know what again, what we know of his uh, his past, he could likely not play baseball again for at least months. So you know you can feel for the guy who's just miss time and time and he just seems to get injured no matter what I even last year I think he he's had wrist injuries but the concussion is especially those are the injuries where you know you completely put the halt button on you don't go um, you know with all the brain science and everything we have uh, in this day and age even with other more contact sports you know concussions are one um, serious serious problem and I guess the more times you know, you got a concussion, I guess the more, I don't want to say the more easy it is, but you know, the more frequent you got to be careful around somebody like that and banging your head off a bunch of bats in your locker, just uh, very, very mysterious. And, you know, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anybody um, do that. But again, going back to what I said, uh, a funny, like, you know, a stat or a funny um, a piece of information of all the mysterious Jays injuries we've had over the the past few years, I guess, you know, nothing really su- surprises me at this point. Yeah, talking about freak injuries, I mean, I just looked up some to, to amuse myself, but um, there was one injury uh, a few years ago, I think it was 2013 or 2014, I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me, but I think it was against the Baltimore Orioles, um, the Blue Jays, I think he was an infielder, he fell down the dugout steps, I think, uh, I don't know if you remember the guy's name, uh, but... Yeah, it's a bizarre injury. Another one that comes to mind is Kendrys Morales with the Angels. When he was celebrating a home run, walk-off home run, he gets to home plate and he gets injured when he goes to home plate. I think he sprained his ankle or or tore a muscle there, and he was out for a year or something like that. Um, Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, Freak injuries, and that's what makes this thing so frustrating because, um, you know, as I – We've talked about Pompey was doing so well, and he had a chance to make the major league roster. When at the start of spring, he seemed like a a, a far off chance. He seemed like it wouldn't be likely for him to get on the major league roster. But then he fought his way in to the conversation, and of course, this is the last year probably that he'll have a chance to make it to the majors with the Blue Jays. And then he heads to the injured list with a concussion. It's it's really disappointing, and of course, there's nothing you can do. It's just extremely frustrating, and of course. I guess more my concern uh, and my frustration comes from uh, less of a baseball standpoint but more of just a life standpoint because concussions, as I've said, they can be really horrible things to see a guy undergo three concussions in four years. Um, and, you know, I have friends who are, uh, he, he got a concussion, I, I think it's probably almost a year ago now, maybe uh, nine months or something, and he's still feeling the effects of it now. So to see this guy have a concussion so many times, it's just, it, it must be really tough for him. Exactly. And the point that um, frustrates me even more, you know, bring, and you, you just stated this as well, is the fact that these are happening with non-activity 
like non in this in this example it's or story it's non-baseball related i mean i guess it is but it's not on the playing field it's a bunch of baseball bats that somehow fall on his head or i don't know what happened if he collided with it he didn't see it he was i don't even he wasn't paying attention some something uh silly like that and that's the problem that affects me or that's the problem that you know bothers me a little more is that these injuries are all non-baseball related and again when i even before when i mentioned the past injuries they're all or blue jays injuries they're all non-baseball related and um especially for dalton pompey who again you know he made the opening day roster a few years ago it didn't go well for him um he was sent back down to triple a and once he was sent back down to triple a he was even sent back down to double a after um continuing his slump back to, down to the minor league so that was a little bit of concern but you know for pompey he's made himself back he's uh, made his way back up to triple a and he's just about um he was at that line just below the major league level you know he's a lock for a september call-up uh i can't remember if he was one last year but I remember there was uh, he was injured quite a bit last year too. But a few years ago, we know uh, the year they made the uh, the last year they made the playoffs in 2016. He was a September call up, and you know he was amazing at stealing bases, speed, something that the past Jays team didn't really have with all the veterans they had. So that's pretty much the closest he's been to the major league since. And the fact that he has to wait, you know, quite a bit again for this to um, happen, as he was, you know, he likely would have. Uh, maybe he would even played somewhere else if he was uh, put through waivers. But you know, now that the fact that he's going to be starting the year on the injured list, he he can't really do anything and just you know hope this concussion goes away as quick as possible. But you know, he must be the he must be pissed off more than than we can all imagine. Even though uh, it's pretty much hard to speak for him at this point, other than we you know we can understand how um, upset and frustrating this whole process can be for him. Yeah. Um... I just looked it up. The guy who was injured, uh, Maser Itzuris, um, I think it was 2013 or 2014, early 2014, um, he tripped in the dugout at Camden Yards, uh, and apparently teammates heard a loud pop, um, and it turned about out he completely tore his knee's lateral collateral ligament. So, Again, freak injury, horrible stuff to happen to these guys. Um, and he, I just, I really feel for, for Pompey, and there's nothing he can do. And as you mentioned, even if he didn't make it with the Blue Jays at first, before this concussion, he would have got an opportunity with a different team. Um, but now it's really out of the question because he's concussed. He might be out for two, three months, maybe even more. So it's really disappointing. And as you mentioned, he was a September call-up in 2018. He missed the entirety of 2017, at least in the majors. Um, And then in 2016, he was also a September call-up. So again, this guy is super close to the majors. He's what we could quadruple a a 4a guy um who's so close to making it in the majors but he just can't quite um break that final bit yeah in 2017 he played 13 games in the minors no games in the majors um so really disappointing you feel for the guy and uh wish him the best in his recovery uh but moving on more (laughs) exciting talks about injuries um and of course we're ramping up to the season six days of the season so now is not the time you want to get injuries of course you never want to get injuries but especially not now but Ryan Tapera, John Axford both uh, talk about freak injuries both on the exact same day the Blue Jays announced that they had elbow soreness uh, or elbow inflammation so they were going to take a few days off and then <laughs> a few days later the Blue Jays announced Together, again, pairing John Axford with Ryan Tapera, that uh, they're both going to miss time 
in the, the regular season with these elbow injuries. Uh, Axford uh, is had a stress reaction, which is a precursor to a stress fracture, apparently, um, and it's on a bone inside his elbow. So he's going to be heading down to the minors, doing rehab, of course, and he's going to be reevaluated four weeks from now. Um, and this was, of course, coming out yesterday. So four weeks, um, that's going to be April 21st. So you got a while before we're going to see Axford again. And then Tapera, we don't have as many details on Tapera. Um, it's just generally inflammation, and he's scheduled to see a doctor on uh, Saturday. And the doctor he's seeing has performed Tommy John surgery before, uh, but knock on wood, this won't happen to Tapera um, because he's hopefully going to be the Blue Jays' setup man in 2019 if he can stay healthy. Um, so really, this blew Toronto's plans for the bullpen into smithereens. You know, the Toronto Star article about this starts out, the lead is, Charlie Montoyo has been better. Of course he has. This is horrible news. Um, I guess it's not too bad because the Blue Jays aren't planning on competing, but uh, you could not have planned something better to destroy the Blue Jays' bullpen closer to the season. Um, so now they're down two arms. Ryan Tapera, again, was supposed to be a major guy in the bullpen. Uh, but on the bright side, I say uh, the Blue Jays do now have a chance to uh, add some of the other arms that are in spring training. You know, they've got Clay Buckholtz, they've got Clayton Richards, they've got Sam Gaviglio, um, all these guys who were maybe didn't have a spot in the majors before this. Um, now they do. Now they have a, a shot with the Blue Jays. So um, there is a silver lining to this, kind of, uh, but you never want to see two guys get injured like this right before the season with uh, you know such a, a damaging blow to the bullpen. Yeah, so exactly. Let uh, let the floodgates open with these injuries, and already um, lots of frustration hitting you know uh, Jay's Nation about this. And the the thing that concerns me, I'm more concerned with Ryan Tapera, just because of the lack of information we've been told. And then pretty much you know the only thing um, other than the injury we've been told about is he's seeing a Tommy John doctor this weekend or whenever the heck it is. So that's the thing that concerns me. And if let's say he needs Tommy John surgery, that, you know, that that complicates a lot for the Blue Jays bullpen and um, you know, again, you've you've mentioned it, Tapera is one of their best pieces in the bullpen and to for him to start the season on the injured list certainly doesn't uh, help at all. And um, with John Axford who just, you know, he he was kind of a late signing just because he it took him about a week or two after sprint the spring started because he needed to get his visa. He, he barely got any work. He got some work in, but he didn't get as much as the Jays hoped. So him waiting another, he's going to be out at around four, he's going to be reevaluated in four weeks. So in four weeks time, let's say he's, you know, somewhat cleared, he's going to have to do rehab assignments in the minor league. So he possibly might not see uh, Axford in the bullpen until May or late April. And the other scare the Jays had a few days ago was also Bud Norris, but uh, it's looking like he's okay and, and he's going to pitch before the team leaves for Montreal, which is great news. Uh, Norris was signed. He had an opt-out on his contract a few days ago, and it, it actually, ironically, it, it was on the same day that Tapera and Axford went down. So it was looking like Norris was going to, you know, if, maybe if those two were, were healthy at this point, Norris would have opted out and, and looked for another opportunity elsewhere. But since those two have gone down, uh, he did not opt out, and it's looking like he will be, you know, a, a reliever that will be for sure making the team. Or making the bullpen, and you know, with these two out, you you mentioned names like Clay Buckles, Gavilio, uh, Richard, and in my opinion, I see Richard um, starting the season in the rotation. 
And I wouldn't be surprised if Buckle starts the season on the injured list just because he was another late signing, uh, a lot later than the Axford signing. So I think he needs a little, I think he needs to get more work in before he's ready. Um, but it, I mean, it's very possible he could start the season with the team, but I wouldn't be surprised and don't be surprised if he does start the season on the injured list just because um, he he didn't really get as much work as the Jays would have hoped just because of how uh, late the signing was. It was almost two, three weeks into the spring when he was signed, or one to two. And uh, more you know, more names that could make the bullpen is Gavilio is definitely an option. Um, you know, maybe even uh, Pannone and uh, Thor- uh, Thornton might make the team, uh, Trent Thornton. Um, so that'll be... I guess that'll be all right. And, you know, also don't be surprised that um, someone who was actually let go from the organization, Jordan Romano, who was let go by the Rangers a few days ago, he was informed he wouldn't make the team. Don't be surprised if the Jays bring him back, you know, even possibly starting the season in the bullpen or starting in the minor leagues just for bullpen depth. So this whole, you can see this whole trickle-down effect with Tapera and Axford, but uh, luckily Axford, he's going to be, you know, at least going to pitch this season for uh, a guarantee. And Tapera, I guess we'll find out more next week. So that's my concern with Tapera. But for sure, Axford, I guess they can't, you know, have him back soon enough. And even another pitcher, David Fultz, who's recovering from Tommy John surgery. We, um, it's unclear if he's going to be ready. I can't, I don't know if they could, they've confirmed if he'd be ready or not, but he's um, about a year recovered from Tommy John surgeries. Uh, I think he's pitched a bit, but he's another one that could start this season on the injured list. So uh, a whack of, or sorry, a bunch of Blue Jays pitchers, uh, you know, banged up or recovering from injuries or even injured now. So it's re- likely, or right now, a, a huge mess in the bullpen in terms of injuries. And it's not definitely not what the Jays hoped for, you know, with spring training not even done yet. So Hey, hopefully they're just getting it out of their system early. Uh, but yeah, as you mentioned, the floodgates are opening, it seems like. Um, but of course, there are tons of names behind those two players. Um which is a good sign because really the goal of the Blue Jays this season is to get minor leaguers up and uh, build the team out for the the next season, 2020 and 2021, where they hope to be starting to compete. So you mentioned a few names. you got David Polino, uh, Danny Barnes, and Trent Thornton. Uh, Danny Barnes, is, I, I'd say he's pretty much got a spot on the team already, but um, Trent Thornton, not so quite, um, although he may be a, a starter in Buffalo instead. Um you got Justin Schaefer, um, also Elvis Luciano, uh, who has been talked about a lot this spring because, you know, he's a what 19-year-old, but uh, he was picked up as a Rule 5 guy. Um, it seems pretty unlikely that he'll make the team now, just considering his performance this spring has been subpar, and um, uh, he's been a little bit iffy in his performances. But, of course, Jordan Romano as well. Um, he was lost. The Blue Jays lost him, but it doesn't look like he'll be making the opening day roster, so Blue Jays will be getting him back. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys coming up and a lot of different possibilities that makes this not as damaging a blow as it could be. But, of course, the Tommy John possibility with Ryan Tapera is uh, truly something that is really worrying because this guy has been really good for the Blue Jays in the past and hopefully he'll be really good for the Blue Jays in the future um, and if he's out with Tommy John he'll miss a season maybe even a season and a half if he ends up missing part of 2020 and, and spring training in 2020 so of course that's something scarier but he is a free agent in 2022 so at least if the Blue Jays don't trade him uh, they have uh, him in the system until then so uh, he can still make an impact past this season or next season 
One thing I wonder about with Axford, though, is because he was signed so late with the Blue Jays, you, as you mentioned, a week or two into spring training, I wonder if part of it's that he's just overworked himself. He's overexerted himself trying to get back with the team in time, and I, I think that's always a worry, um, him getting overeager, but um, honestly... Four weeks, I can deal with four weeks. I, I'm fine with whatever that will bring, and uh, hopefully he'll be he'll be ready soon enough. So uh, now we're moving into our final section of our podcast. Uh, we got some talk about the the season, and obviously we've been talking about the season so far because of all the injuries that are are moving and when we expect people back. But um, really, the one thing I want to know from you is what you think the Blue Jays' final record will be. And I want to hear your guess before I say my guess, because uh, I, I don't know how optimistic mine is going to be compared to yours. Okay, so um, with the Blue Jays' record, um, this, I don't want to be too optimistic, but I don't want to be too harsh. Uh, I'm maybe considering within the 80 game range, maybe... Um, Definitely below 85, but I'm maybe towards, I'm going to say, even the high 70s or the mid-70s. So I'll make a, um, I'll go 77 and then, sorry, 77, I'll go 77 and 85. I think that's not too optimistic, I don't think, and I think, you know, they can be a lot worse from that, but I don't want to be that person who is completely, you know, uh, you know, it's uh, called out for being too negative. So I, I'll say, I'll say that. Um, uh, obviously, we don't have much expectations from them. You know, even for the next two years, there hasn't been expectations since 2017. There were there weren't any expectations. 2018, we know how powerful the division is: the Red Sox and the Yankees. If one if one team of those two wins the division, then the other team's pretty much a lock of a wild card. So those are two spots right there taken, and it just seems very, very. Um, difficult for the Jays to contend and we know that they are out of contention until I think again for the next couple of years so I guess the good thing to look forward to this season would be the young you know the young arms I really like what the Jays have done this offseason moving on from names like Tulowitzki and even you know Martin depending on it opens up playing time for the young guys and uh, even Guerrero so that'll be really cool to see uh, even next year we'll see the future like uh, more future pieces like Bichette and Biggio so I think in a couple of years we uh, they will be back in contention, or at least you know, um, knocking at the door of a wild card spot. But yeah, for this season, uh, I will say, I'll say that I'm going to be a little bit pessimistic compared to your answer. I'm going to say 74-88, and uh, Fangraphs actually has the Blue Jays at 76, and I, I guess that'd be uh, 76. Uh, 86. Uh, but I think that's a little bit too optimistic because uh, you know they. The Blue Jays aren't really looking to win games this season. Of course, it'd be great if they do, but that's not the goal of them this season. As you just mentioned, the goal is to develop their team for 2020, 2021, and beyond. Um, but I, th- I think it's interesting. Fangraphs put the Blue Jays at a 3.7% chance of making the postseason. So it's not out of the question. It's still a possibility. Uh but overall, I, I guess I, you kind of already answered my question, my next question to you, which was um, what 
should Blue Jay fans be looking for this season? What should Blue Jay fans be watching for to, you know, draw enjoyment out of the season uh, besides, you know, that win and loss tally? And I think you answered, it's the prospects. It's the the future of the team. The future of the team is what you want to keep track of. And, of course, we're going to see Vladimir Guerrero Jr. this season, uh, assuming he comes back from his injury fine. We're almost certainly going to see Bo Bichette up. We're probably going to see Kevin Biggio up in the latter half of the season. Probably Sean Reed fully gets some time in the rotation if, if or the bullpen if these injuries keep coming up. You know, you got Elvis Luciano, um, Rule 5 pick. If he makes the team, you're going to see that 19-year-old play a ton. You're going to see all these guys who are super young are most likely the future of the Blue Jays, um, and it's going to be really exciting to see them get to the majors now. Now, the, that's the silver lining of all the losses we're going to see. So, obviously, it's not... A, I'm not. I'm excited to see everyone come up, but it's not something I'm truly excited for. It's not like I'm anticipating the season, waiting to see what'll happen. We know what will happen. The Blue Jays will lose a lot. They won't make the postseason. There may be some surprises, but there's going to be a whole lot of disappointments. Um, so I'm not thrilled about this season getting started, but I am thrilled about spring training ending. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's you know, it'll be cool. You know, it's just fun to have baseball back. As well, I should say, real baseball. Um, and you know, for another thing to look forward to, and it's not ne- something necessarily exciting or for fans to be drawn in, it's just something to look forward to, you know, players like Stroman and Sanchez, you know, uh, when the deadline hits, will they be traded? Um, th- I think those two are, especially Marcus Stroman. I think that's a name that I'm very curious about if the Jays will consider moving him. We- we've been aware of all the rumors throughout the winter. And I do think there is a chance he could be moved at the deadline. Him definitely more than Aaron Sanchez. Maybe they pick one. To stay or maybe they, they even get rid of both but that's another thing to really keep your eye on especially with all the um the sound bites stroman's been making too since the camp started it just it just seems like this thing's eventually gonna uh all come crumbling down but i really hope i personally hope they keep stroman but there is a, again there is a, a big possibility he could be moved on at the deadline so that's another thing to keep your eye on for sure, that is something that will be interesting, uh, really, in a broader sense, what the future direction of this team is. You know, with bringing up prospects, we're going to see at the trade deadline who they want to trade, who they want to be cornerstones of this franchise for the next few years to come when they are making it to the postseason. So really, um, I'd say for anyone listening who's wondering why to pay attention to the Blue Jays this season, I'd say it's they are setting the groundwork. They're they're laying the building blocks this season and next season to win. So um, be really cognizant of that when you're watching the Blue Jays. But besides that, I think we're uh, we've covered all we can for this week. We've kind of beat every subject to a pulp and. That's not saying much because there's not many subjects. But thank you to everyone who listened. Um, as always, please rate this podcast and tell your friends about this podcast of course you can subscribe to it on itunes uh on google play on google podcast wherever you find your podcast and uh, you can follow bryson at everything blue jays on instagram you can follow me uh, at 360 blue jay news thanks for listening